going on what's going on it is another episode of the quincy jones show what is good man uh got some news here but also got a you know a awesome tag team partner to uh well i usually say my right but he's actually uh coming to you guys live via the zoom what's good doc Lesnar? Hey, yo yo what it is hip-hop hybrid the only one in existence underground mainstream hip-hop pro wrestling you know the biz you know the rest man what's going on quincy I actually forgot to tell you, I actually found another hip-hop hybrid. So you're not the only one in existence anymore. I'm sorry. I forgot to tell you. I know this is embarrassing, but... <laughs> but no, we got some news, man. Let's get hey. to the news. Uh, got some exciting uh, exciting week of wrestling that just happened, I would say. Would you agree? Uh, yeah, we came off a really uh, barn burner of a weekend for wrestling, especially in a time like right now where, you know, like they say, man, it, the, the crowd is what makes the business thrive and it's hard for the business to thrive right now. But yeah, we got, we have a really cool uh, wrestling week, man. Yeah. We had, uh, actually had a, some indication of some, uh, career paths being, uh, chosen this week, but, uh, one that actually kind of went a little under radar that, uh, we reported on was, uh, Deanna Perrazzo is now in uh, Impact Wrestling. Um, actually just dropped a uh, vignette for Impact Wrestling. Um, I'm excited for her. I mean, it's it's crazy because, uh, you know, Kenny Omega actually got some heat from a fan. I don't want to say heat. They, they, had, they had a little back and forth about uh, the women's division. And, you know, I guess a fan, was he felt like they kind of let Deanna Peraza go where they, they could have they benefited from having her. And I, I agree. But at the same time, I mean, it's it's at the end of the day, it's not – up to them to convince her it's up to her to want to be there you know what i mean so i mean that is true on some extent i mean at the same time it's not like the ball players come knocking at the nba's door you know what i mean they gotta also i mean the, it, it's kind of a two-way street and so it is insane to me to think that because um, she put it out there. She said that she yeah. would love to sign the AEW. She, she even a couple you know? of days before um, we reported, that, you know, she had an interview. I think it was with eWrestling.net. And she was talking about her regret from picking the WWE system over uh, over AEW. Um, and, and just kind of mm-hmm. her experience with that. So, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't think it's, I don't think it's uh, more, uh, I guess let me clarify. It's not necessarily like the ball players going to the team. I think it's the team enticing the ball player of the experience to want to play for their team. Maybe they didn't make a, mm. you know, maybe their offer no. wasn't, wasn't the best offer for her. You know what I mean? Maybe that's what it was. And, um, and if so, then that's, it's, that's all it has to be, you know, it doesn't have to be a huge thing, but um, it is great to see her land on her feet. I mean, obviously with her being from NXT, she only had, I believe what a 30 day, uh, no compete. So um, kind of went by, it kind of went by. Um, but excited to see what she's going to do for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I had read the news and I thought the same thing. I was, uh, I thought it's good for her, but I, I mean, not to start a war, but I'm, I kind of feel the same way. I feel like 
with her putting it out there. That's, that's as big as a feeler you're going to get, you know what I mean? And so um, I am surprised there was no action, especially with their relationship with Marty. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, are they but, still together? Um, um, you know, I'm not too sure on that. I guess I could fact check this as we continue on. But what I will say is Impact continues to have arguably one of the best divisions, like in the women's wrestling, bar none, really. I mean, in in the United States, at least. Like, I, yeah, they got, they, like, they got a Hogan, uh, Ty Valkyrie. You know, you got uh, just Jessica yeah. Havoc. Um, I mean, uh, they had too young. I think she resigned eventually. She's I doing something so. else now, but like, uh, Ted, Terry Tessa, and... obviously, you know, um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. they do, they do have a really high caliber. Uh, I mean, you know what? I mean, I'll give them their credit. Even back when it was TNA days and it was the knockouts division, they still had a pretty good collection of talent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, um, but it's good to see where, where they're going with it and the, how they feature them and stuff. So again, I have no doubt that, you know, Deanna's going to do well there. Uh, given the opportunity, because that's all she really wanted. If you actually listen to her experience, that's all she really wanted was just a chance to show what she can do and what she's capable of instead of what they were kind of, you know, limiting her to do because they didn't, they didn't see it yet, so to speak. So, uh, but moving on, man, uh, again, you know, we did have some, uh, some things going on in the wrestling world this, uh, this week. I'm sorry, I'm over here. I, I got trapped up with uh, looking up <laughs> to the relationship status on, on the villain. Um, it is uh, being reported by Uncle Dave, and you know we always take this with a pinch of salt. You know what I mean? Um, but there are going to be some major call-ups to the main roster via NXT. I don't know if you heard about this. Um, one person in particular. Go ahead. Yeah, about the one, but continue, sir. Yeah, the one I heard is uh, the you know he's he's quite a stallion. Um, I heard Matt Riddle's on his way up to the main roster. Which is amazing because all he did was win the tag straps, right? Like, I don't think he won any singles gold. I, I think you might be right, man. Which that's is crazy. insane. Yeah. Do you think, do you think it's, is that a circumstance of his, like, you know, he, he's, I don't want to say he's overconfident, but he exudes confidence where, to the point where it makes some people uncomfortable because well, yeah. he, he's not afraid. Uh, to say anything but that makes people think the stallion's gonna buck back bro well uh but, i think I, I i talked to you and mark about what you know vince had to say about him and i guess he you know he's been uh you know again no pun intended very high on the stallion bro uh for some time but i guess you know that bucking back or that rebel in him he says he likes because he knows that he i guess he sees that he is a good guy you know he's not there to get himself over he just knows that I think he's been around quite a few people on his roster that just rub people the wrong way, even though they mean well. You know what I mean? Um, but I guess to mm-hmm. him, to Vince being him, uh, he looks at it as – it reminds him of Sean, the whole, you know, rebelling and all that stuff. So, um, which, you know, if, if you can pop Vince like that, then I guess you're kind of on a fast track at that point, which is interesting because another name that I'm pretty sure that might be in tow – um, is someone like Keith Lee? I mean, even though he, I is, hope not, man. Well, see, this is where I was back and forth with it, right? Mm-hmm. Keith, it makes sense if he is because obviously Vince loves him. He gave him this Survivor Series spot. Brock obviously respects him enough to, to bump for him in the Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. so he obviously has a pretty big favor for the main roster, and you know, in the whole Roman thing, you know what I mean, too. So. 
which is Vince's like golden goose, you know what I mean, next to Cena. But for mm-hmm. me personally, I would have loved to see like, you know, because if that that means what that, you know, I'm guessing Keith Lee is going to have some sort of match against Gargano, maybe for the title at some point. Gargano takes the belt yeah. off him. Yeah, yeah, they announced it for takeover. Okay, so I mean, possibly Gargano could get the belt back, though. If that happens, I would rather Keith stay and be the one to dethrone Cole. To be honest, because if not, if not Keith Lee, then who? Who? I mean, Champa again, which I'm not against, but we've you know we've seen it, and you know he has his hands filled with another story, which I think it has a lot of potential to do something totally unique. Uh, as far as uh, yeah. Ciampa and the way they've, they've, they've been building him and his character thus far. Um, but, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I thought, like, that would be a great moment for someone like Keith Lee, not only to win the world championship, but to be the guy to beat the over one-year reign. I mean, if not him, I don't know who else. But one would argue maybe Velveteen. Um, I mean, he's getting a shot. Yeah, which, yeah I mean, and, and we'll bring that up later on in the show. But, yeah, yeah it looks like a ash is eminent. Between well, well the Cole. reason I bring that up is because a lot of people now are thinking, oh, maybe this is Velveteen getting the rub and Cole is going on the main roster too. So, I don't know. I mean... Ooh, that's that's interesting to think about. I mean, don't get me wrong. Main roster definitely needs something to get the ratings up. But then yeah. what's going to happen with NXT? You know what I mean? Well, that's Not what, exactly I mean, what's kills with... Yeah. Guys waiting in the wing to take those spots. There's a lot of new faces on NXT too, you know. So, and, and I think that's I why know. they they have a little bit of uh, less concern for NXT in their roster. Excuse me, but yeah, it's it's one of those things where when I saw it and I heard it and I'm thinking about all these names now, I'm like, oh, they're trying to make Monday and Friday watchable because it's not like the viewership mm-hmm. is record lows right now. You know what I mean? And it's not. Like, it's not like the shows are entirely bad. You know, there's, there's, you know, as we always do, we tend to scrape out the good stuff and, you know, kind of not really highlight the bad stuff too much if we can help it. Because obviously we got to call them on their bullshit. You know what I mean? Um, I think but, I mean, pretty because unbiased. There's, well, well there, there's, a, there's some speculation with the Cole thing because, you know, his, his uh, contract is up in August. And obviously he was recently seen as a uh, – as a background dummy, as part of the AEW Memorial Day barbecue party, um, patron of the festivities. It's just, it, I mean, it just, it, I can see him staying in, in, in the main event or the main roster in WWE if, if, if the crossroads come, just because he's, he's totally, if I eat the team eats, you know what I mean? So, like, I don't see the UE surviving without him on, on main roster, you know what I mean? Uh, but if he did leave, obviously, <laughs> the reasons are obvious. His girl's there. His friends are there. The base of operations is close to where he lives. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean. That's actually twice that he's been pictured in the and, background of an yeah. AEW event. And the thing is, is I know he likes to troll. You know what I mean? Adam Troll. He likes to do his thing sometimes, too. You know what I mean? Um, but <laughs> popped him. Um, but, uh, yeah, well, I guess, you know, we have to stay Adam, tuned to see. Adam Cole and the role model? Hey. hey there you go. The Cole models. <laughs> the Cole <Bears> models. models. <laughs> the troll models. There you go. That's what's going on right now. But, uh, 
See, and I only got two more things, and these are going to be both uh, AEW related. Uh, actually, both uh, that you'll be very interested in. And, um, you know, I got a little update here. Um, you know, we are talking about the, the possibilities of Sting being all elite. Uh, this is what Cody actually had to say about, about Sting and reaching out to him. He said, uh, you can read in every step I take, every breath I breathe, and every glance of my eye, I look all the way back to all in. This is something that was willed into existence. My life is willing shit into existence. <laughs> um, if I was a little boy and got to do I'm a stinger it. splash and that's where it ends, great. I don't know what his schedule is like or where he's at in this world, but nothing would please me more than to stand in the ring across from Sting. There has been no contact, but that's my way of reaching out. Mm -hmm. It's interesting because we'll look at it two ways. From a business standpoint, I don't know if that's the best way of reaching out. I think history has shown just by mentioning names in the media doesn't do much, i.e. CM Punk. I was, you yeah, know I was what I mean? Like that, that whole debacle. <laughs> yeah. You know? And that was a bad look. I'm not Right. And I'm not saying that CM Punk and Sting are on the same level, but I'm just saying that Sting, they might operate on the same level of professionalism when it comes to business. Oh, maybe. yeah. I, you I know what I mean? So. I, I believe so. Right. And I don't know if the way they tried to court CM Punk was right or wrong. I don't even know what really happened. You yeah. Know? Because I, I, I hear that he there's says, more, there's way more to it. Yeah. I mean, to just the narrative. I've heard right, you know. So yeah, to me, tough. So, but I, I just look at it as like whether it was right or wrong. There was just it looked like uh, amateur, uh, amateur hour, right? No, for, it did. It, for they, their they, they definitely had egg on their face. I hope from from the guy mm. that's the most vocalist of the vocal. You know what I mean? Which is what they did. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I wonder. It's not like Sting hasn't been saying Taker's name for years and. Yeah, takers with WWE, but Vince could have came knocking. But there's a lot of pride there, you know. what I mean, the whole well, WWE I mean, stuff. But the thing with Sting is, is interesting. Th there's a little bit more yeah. of association and respect there, like you were talking about professional, uh, professionally, and, and just having that professionalism because of who his dad is. I mean, he actually absolutely has respect for Dusty, so I don't see it being that far out of reach. You know what I mean? To be honest. Um, you know what I mean? I just, I just don't want to see him doing a lot. Um, I just worry for these guys. This has nothing to do with me thinking that they're embarrassing themselves or anything like that. I just worry welfare-wise. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, and I'll say this. I didn't know I wanted to see that match until I read that. You yeah, know what I mean? You know, until you I absolutely – I agree. I mean, it would, that would no, be a great match, doing, to be honest. That yeah, would be a great and match. and he's been doing the – is the old school sting splash spot where he cross bodies over the rope he's been doing that so i get what he's saying he's been leaving little cookie crumbs of like hey man i, I like the cut of your jibs Sting. <laughs> i like the <laughs> hey 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 uh hey set a tape set a tape you got you you, you, you got some good shit you got some good stuff Oh man, you but, uh, <laughs> but uh you know what um talk about sending tape this is a great, uh, actually a great uh, segue here. Uh, a name I don't think I'd ever bring up here on a Quincy Jones show, Abraham Washington, uh, now Reverend Jeremiah Constantine. Had to let it sink in. That shoot, or is that like what he's no, that, doing? No, that's the shoot. That, 
that's what he's going by and that's he has a youtube channel i guess that he does he does like different pitches and stuff for I, that's right okay. so uh but yeah he's claiming that uh aw uh more specifically that chris jericho kind of ran with an idea that he said he pitched to him via a text um and they stole it uh in the segment that they were referring to was the sean spears i think it was like yeah ssn where you know the whole you know he was updating everybody on um freaking dustin Rhodes and yeah the new, the new the yeah. whole news thing yeah and james john spears news mm-hmm. yeah and and you know he's basically claiming he he pitched this to to, to he called he says cj because everyone likes to call him cj uh jericho mm-hmm. uh and pitch i guess he said he wrote and filmed like a uh something for it and sent him the video like a, a like a private link or something he saw mm-hmm. it didn't he but he didn't get a response back and next thing you know is this happens and i'm like Bro, people have been doing news segments like forever. Like, yeah. like Randy Orton actually did a CNN spoof when he was uh, mop, freaking mop hair, freaking uh, <laughs> Randy Orton when he had his, I think it was either his shoulder or his collarbone still in a sling. I don't know if you remember, he kept doing, yeah, yeah. actually, they, they showed it in the Evolution uh, documentary where he kept doing like, we're at 60% healing. You know what I mean? Like, so. Street Profits, they, they, they did like a SNL spoof on like the weekend news type stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. We've seen it before. So I, I don't, I mean, it kind of. A lot of new concepts in wrestling, man. That, and, and, and to be honest, I don't, unfortunately, there's not a whole lot of merit to his claims because the last time we saw you, Potna, you was slandering my man Kobe, you know, thinking it was, mm-hmm. it, shit was sweet and got fired. <laughs> But uh, and for those who don't remember, Abraham Washington was the guy with the headset and the earpiece, and he would talk during the. He was worse than Leo Rush. I'll say that. Kind of a little bit of an inspiration there, actually. You know what I mean? Um, But yeah, worse like not like a better heel. Worse, more like kind of like maybe you're kind of distracting from the match. Like he was just talking a little too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was for the. Players, right? It yeah, the primetime players, uh, yeah. Darren they, Young. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. But um, now getting into the last of the news here, which is still AEW related, and we're going to get into uh, other news as well, or other stuff wrestling related as well. But it was worth bringing this up, man. I know we were kind of going back and forth about it. Um, you know, the TNT Championship was presented, obviously, at Double or Nothing, which we're, we're going to get ready to review in, the, in a minute here. But obviously there was an outstanding amount of backlash and people having just comment- commentary, basically, on what they thought about the title. But um, it's worth noting here on the Quentin Jones Show, in case you guys haven't seen it by now, uh, the maker of the belt, uh, who goes under the name Red Leather on Facebook, actually uh, dropped not only uh, a message pertaining to uh, the belt and um, the fact that it's not a finished product, which, again, if people were listening, you know, they were saying that all over commentary, but I digress. But I actually uh, managed to... Yeah, that detail flew over everyone's heads. That was the first thing I heard. Because yeah, I was like... I feel like I had so many people. Yeah, yeah man, sure. I don't know. People, like, to me, I felt like they're just always... They're in the wind waiting for, for AEW to quote-unquote fuck up so they can just jump all over them, you know what I mean? Um, but he also, I'm sorry, he also shared uh, a lovely kind of... 
I guess, uh, precursor to how the belt should be looking. Uh, there's a, a design photo with some more gold plating on it, uh, with a more gold finish. And I, and I know you sent me a different one as well. They kind of kept the nickel plating as well as the gold. So uh, that one actually was a real interesting yeah. uh, version as well. Yeah, there's a lot of takes I'm, I'm seeing now. So I can't tell what's real proofs and whatnot because there are a lot of fan uh, art that's coming out. People love because they live to do that. Yeah, the backlash. Mm-hmm. And, and like I said, the backlash was enormous. So you got a lot of people who, who think, oh, I could do that better. But then you got people who have made the belt in like 2K and then they're doing their own little trimmings and stuff like that too. That's but true. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's an awesome belt. The only thing I thought was weird was I couldn't find the AEW logo at first, but then I saw it. And then when they said the gold thing, I'm like, okay, I get it. Because they said right now it's hard to get gold um, in a timely manner because of the pandemic. And Well, a lot, of those shops, a lot of those shops weren't deemed mm-hmm. essential either. You know what I mean? So exactly. some of the some of the probably the regular places these guys would go or had, or had contracts with or existing working relationships with, they closed down. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's the thing people are understanding. And then, and this is the statement that he that he dropped. And then, you know, then we're gonna get into the review here. But um, so this was an uh, accurate t- uh, image of the TNT belt made by myself, which is the one that Cody has now. Uh, unfortunately, due to COVID nineteen, the the platers I use are working on skeleton crews and can only work on respirators slash emergency equipment. Once regular business resumes, this belt will get some much-needed highlights in nickel and gold, as well as a Relief TNT logo, which I love Relief or Relief logos. I think they're important. Uh, warning. Rude, uh, then he goes, warning, rude comments will be deleted and the owners of the comments will be blocked. Um, which I think is even wild that the guy, it, it was getting shitted on so much that the, that the guy had to feel some sort of way to come out and say this, right? Like, I don't know. Yeah. He had to feel like he had to defend his work and make a statement, but you know that's the thing about the IWC man. Like they just need something to do. Like like you said, they're just waiting for any little mistake AEW makes, just so they know what they're gonna do that day. You know what I mean? They're so, parole officers. I don't know. know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, but, yeah, true. <laughs> Your mistakes you keep me. He paying my bills. I get it's, you. We're the we're, we're the best the and we're the worst. That's what it is, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. But um, review time. Yeah. Did you want to go match by match, or just kind of like talk about what you liked, or how'd you want? Yeah, to... yeah, yeah. I think um, I didn't mind. Well, first, man, I felt bad for Private Party and Best Friends. I don't know if you had a chance to catch that one. Um, Trent looked legit. Something was wrong with him. I don't know what's up. What was up with Trent? I felt like he really got injured in that match. Um, there was a few botches, quite a few botches, to be honest, on private party side. Um, and I'm, I'm yeah. never that guy to be like that, but it was just really weird to see them doing that because they're usually so smooth and uh, just very athletic and and slick with it, with their movements. You know what I mean? Um, I don't. I don't agree. Um, I feel like they have moments of smoothness for sure, but I don't think I've seen one match by private party, not even the one with, with the Bucks, even though they eliminated them, it was a great finish, but, but I have yet to see what I think is a near perfect or I won't say flawless match, but I, I feel like every time I see private party on camera, um, it, that red light gets to them. 
I feel. I they, I feel like they always have some sort of bot or something, mm. some sort of hesitation that I notice. The one that they had with the Bucks, I I think I believe, yeah, that's the match where Mark Quinn just kept doing back to back freaking dives. Um, or maybe that was against yeah. the, the best friends. Well, this is the thing. I remember, I think the same, they almost had the same match last year, right? At Double or Nothing, the first one. Uh, I mean, or was it a triple threat? Because it was them, best friends, and somebody else, right? Or SCU, maybe? I think, yeah, it was them. It was them. Yeah. Yeah. So was- I, I remember that match wasn't too bad. That was my first time seeing them live, and it was really cool. I didn't yeah. mind them at all. But, but to- yeah. That's why triple threats are great because you don't have you don't have to true. wait for the one on you know and you so. can always, you can always hide uh, weaknesses behind everybody else's strengths. Um, and I'm not talking shit. You know I'm just saying, just in general. It, it, we all yeah, it's a performance. But uh, what I'll say with private party, I think maybe what they just need is like Matt Hardy or someone of tag team eliteness. You know what I mean? To take him to the side and kind of teach him a little bit more psychology. I think that's what it is. Is It's not even that their moveset. I think it's just knowing uh, – that was great, by the way. Uh, just <laughs> knowing where to place and sprinkle the silly string and, and this and that. You know what I mean? So um, – and I think, I think they'll know – I think they'll go good. But, yeah, no, the buy-in wasn't bad, but I did feel bad for – uh, you know, it wasn't the best. It was, you know, we always say it was, it was clunky. It, 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 it wasn't yeah, the best way to get I, I felt bad because I've been, we, you know, we've been seeing them kind of benched on BTE. So when they finally had a match and they could come back out and, and perform for, you know, after so long, uh, I I thought it was, you know, I was I was hyped to see them. So I did, that's why, I, honestly, I kind of felt bad at, at certain points. But it was still a good match. Like I said, Trent, I, I, I feel like he was really hurt. I don't know what happened. He was, he was, if not, he was a hell of a seller. And he lost his headband. What? Man, he must respect those boys to do that bump, man. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't see that part, but I heard he lost it, got it back, and lost it again. Yeah. Is that true? Yep. Because oh, Mark, Quinn, Mark Quinn put it on at one point, and then, like, <laughs> he took it off, and then, yeah. <laughs> but he should respect it. That should be mutual, like his shades. No, oh, well, but this is the thing. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. But Mark Quinn got Trent in a move, and after the move, Trent pulled it off. And then oh. later you see him go to grab it, and he's trying to pull it back on. As he's, uh, it's funny because he doesn't have it on right as he's still like fighting. And then so and then he gets hit, and then it comes off again. And then that's when Mark Quinn puts it on, messing around. And then like he gets hit, so then it like flies off again. So I mean, I don't know if it was meant to be that or they just did that in the ring. You know what I mean? Um, because it was uncharacteristic. I'm like, why did he just take that off? Uh, but I digress. Uh, we did have the, the ladder match. Um, I was yeah, gonna ask, yeah, by the way, you said what? Oh, no, no, oh, no, actually, no, no, never mind. I thought you did win that. You, I, you're the predictions champ. I don't think we ever clarified that. I was gonna, I was gonna bring it up at the end. I mean, because I was trying to figure out, I mean, I did, I did have that asterisk on, on my, my ladder match pick, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I mean, there was a there was a few decisions I was surprised with, like the Hikaru Shida one. I, I I was actually real real, real surprised about that one. Um, I'm hoping Mark watched that one by now because I, that actually was a yeah good yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I thought it was a good story told. Um, it I was just baffled because wrestling logic is you put the champ through a table, go home. You're probably gonna get put through a table at you know at the yep. pay-per-view i would yeah. think you know what i mean 
So I was very surprised by that. But uh, I know we talked earlier this week, you had talked about you kind of had a displeasure for the believability of the Avalanche Falcon Arrow to Nyla. And I went yeah. back and watched it, and I could see both sides. I think I was excited when I saw it because I was like, oh, because I'm thinking if Rio did it or Penelope did it, I wouldn't believe it. But for some reason, I believe at that point in time in the match that Sheeta was able to pull that off. And I was I, very I, like, surprised if, if when she would have done it from the second row. Like like, like mm-hmm. if she would have done it from the second rope with, like, maybe her, like, one foot trying to, like, you know, take some, you know, where it looked like she, she, you right. Cause it didn't look like she took, it took a lot out of her to do. I think that's why it was kind of, you know what I mean? Because to be honest, someone that size should not be able to be uh, manipulated. Their body should not be able to be manipulated by someone that's smaller than them. You know what I mean? Uh, if that uh, makes very sense. True. Uh, at least their yeah, momentum, kinda, other movements cool. and all that stuff. I don't know. I'm thinking too far into it, bro. I'm ruining wrestling, I know. <laughs> but um, well, I did like that match. Uh, the latter match, again, you know, because uh, we kind of, I, I kind of skipped over it. Uh, it was Brian Cage, who's now officially in, in uh, AEW, paired up with Taz, yeah, yeah. which I don't think they need to do. Um, I don't well, I'm not going to go ahead and get in front of this and say, I think all the, all the listeners should just pay homage because we've been talking about where's Cage for like two months, three months. And it Very finally true. is here. Yeah. Maybe not pay homage. No, no, no. Real talk, though. Like, I know. I, I will say, I will go on, you know what I mean, on a record and say that I know you've been one of the ones that were bringing them up probably the most in terms of potential feuds or where people at as far as like the roster and stuff like that, as we usually do. We, we always try to do some check checkups and stuff. Because um, yeah, I hate fake news and I hate perpetuating it. So, yeah, I was like, What's up with Cage? Follow up, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. He's an AEW now, man. Yeah, and you know what? Like, I'm not mad at what he was doing in the match, but there were some spots where, oh, there was one thing I was thinking. I'm like, yo, did he just steal Wardlow's move? Yep, I was thinking that same thing. You know what I mean? I I'm was like, like, that whole thing. Like, I was thinking that that kind of sucks, but uh, I mean, if he wants to do the F5, no one's gonna be, be mad about it. You know what I mean? Like the regular F5. Um, now, but I will say too, those Wardlow from the research I did on him, I don't think he really did F5s before he came. I think that's something he just, I don't think they were impressed with his standing Samoan driver and they were like, we need something more devastating. So, I to me, I think he's just go back to, I mean, he got that knee. <laughs> I don't know if that should be the finish, but yeah, that's like a freaking murder weapon. Not that thing is crazy, oh, man. That thing is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I, I wasn't that, that a match was crazy. Well, I was going to say, again, I got to rewatch it because I unfortunately had a difficulty watching the stream uh, for this match in particular. I mean, I got to see some spots like, uh, you know, the attempted Ollie from, from you know, uh, Darby from the ladder onto Kazarian for yeah. nothing. And, you know, I saw the double choke slam spot with Marco Stun and Lucha, which, you know, good fun, whatever. No, yeah, I mean, I think that that's just what it – it just kind of uh, was a parody of what everyone thought it was supposed to be, if that makes sense. Um, I did love, the, yeah. I mean, I, I do love what what SCU was doing between them two. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed that. Yeah. They, um, it's just that last spot with Darby in the ladder was so reckless. Because uh, he almost dropped, and then instead of just going with something else, he was. I felt or, like Cage was he like, no, just this done spot it without the ladder. He, he could have done the same spot yeah. without the ladder. Yeah, just pressed him, dude. You yeah. Know? But 
because he went through a ladder, you know, and I, the only other thing I have to say too is um, there was just too much let's be in the corner and wait for the next spot stuff okay. going on. I'm glad, like, I mean, it it's funny. There was a lot of that going on. It's funny you say that because that's definitely a theme I'm going to have to bring back up for Dynamite later, but um, uh, I did enjoy yeah. the MJF uh, Jungle Boy match. Um, it was kind of everything that uh, Mark was saying it was going to be, to be honest. Jungle Boy was looking great. Um, and again, uh, you know, I, I said it to you guys off, uh, off camera, but I loved how MGF didn't just run out of there and steal a win and get the glow, stand on his feet and um, automatically showboat and gloat. He was, he, he really had to pull it out of his bag that win. And he illustrated that. And I, it's so little, but it means so much for Jungle Boy. You know what I mean? Where Jungle Boy, mm -hmm. it, it allows Jungle Boy to still look good, even though he takes the L. Uh, in a match mm -hmm. that a lot of people would have loved to see him win it, uh, otherwise, uh, Mark. Um, but, or no, that was you. <laughs> no, you, yeah, you said Jungle Boy. <laughs> well, yeah, because I thought <laughs> at this point there hadn't been a lot of success in chipping away at, at like, showcasing him. I don't think not, not speaking helps him a lot. Um, um, yeah. It's one of those things where I don't really want to see him split from Jurassic, but I'd rather him be the solo Jurassic star while Marco and Lucha kind of maybe tag if they have to. Yeah. I don't know. But what I will say is, is, is um, you know, it's, it's one of those things where this match really exemplified the or brought home the I'm better than you and you know it. Because I know Cornette reviewed it and he said, the only thing I would have done differently is I would have rolled him up with the tights and then he also said i would have done the chopping spot so i agree the chopping spot was ill-timed i would have had that in the beginning other than that i felt like it was cool that he won grabbing the wrists of yeah. jungle boy because it's like i outsmarted you with the wrestling hold and, and it just I, backs up everything he's been saying no 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 you're comparisons very, to the rock yeah you're true that. yeah yeah no no you're right you're right yeah, that's absolutely true because like I think, and quote me if, or you know, stop me if I'm wrong, but I think that's a pin that uh, Zach Saber was making famous. I think he uses that yeah. pin a lot. Yeah, there was some variation. I don't know like if I've the, ever like seen the, him grab like the, the wrist, the ankle like that, clutch prawn hold or something like that is what it's called. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But yeah, I didn't mind that at all. Um, I think one thing that was strange to me that we didn't get a tag team championship match, but you know, I digress. We did get. One hell of a yeah, world yeah. championship match, though. That that was God. Yeah. Um, I loved it. Yeah. Uh, you know, we had concerns. Not we didn't, we didn't have any doubts, but we had concerns because of what the narrative was for a lot of detractors about, oh, that's another ex-WWE guy, yada, yada, yada. Um, to be honest, and even Marcus said it, I, and I didn't believe that the, the feud itself was built so strong, but the match was great. The match yeah. was great. Um. I was just going to say, you, you got to factor in the way – I mean, I, I think once we knew that Double or Nothing was going to happen still, it was like that ne the, the, the closest dynamite, boom, we got we to gotta give Moxley a contender. That is kind of how it felt. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, yeah it did seem like – Are you talking about them? Like as, like soon as they got the okay, they, yeah. That's a, yeah, you're right. It, it, yeah. They felt like they hot-shotted it just because they needed it just in time. I mean, they could yeah. even have made it like a mystery, too. That could have been something cool. But what I will say is this. I feel like hot-shotting it, the advantage was it was – it ended up being the adrenaline shot that 
Moxley needs in his reign right now. I agree. Again, we talk about how most of it comes from the reaction of the crowd. And if most of your sizzle is not there to help you sizzle, like you got to rely on other stuff and he can't just do, you got to show him, you know, yeah. do promos where no one's going to react. You know what I mean? So I felt like he's got to show it in the ring. And after that Hager thing, I wasn't sure what that was. I was, it kind of gave me doubts about shit. Maybe should he have been given the straps early? So this match really, I think put his reign on the map. This is very physical. And I think they knew they were rivaling, the the impact of stadium stampede so that i think both guys did a good job it was really really good match for sure yeah i mean it's one of those things where a lot of people kind of were doubting if he ever was a top guy you know what i mean as far as his ability to carry a belt mm-hmm. um when it came to the the hager match i was referring reading to. that mm-hmm. say it again so I was reading comments like that, too, and it gets to a point because, you know, when you're a fan, you're like, nah, man, I, I, I wish people could see what I see. But, you know, that, that just comes from wanting someone to, to get the roses that they should have been smelling years ago, you know? So We did get a Dirty D's through a stage. Yeah. Well, we didn't. We got a paradigm shift, my friend. No. <laughs> it was a death rider okay uh there you go okay or the, okay. was it a death eater i'll take that i know i like well i was i was kind of perplexed because i was like after that and he comes up looking like a madman bleeding um brody i mean mr brody and then he kicks out at one which was impressive visually but then i don't know like it's also like I know you have a you have a healthy concern about people's finishes getting killed off. Not specifically mocked, but you know what I mean? And I feel like he already was walking on the edge when it gets Hager, when yeah, he popped yeah, right yeah. back up and locked him in with that, you know, that submission at one time. Yeah. So, um, but I did like that it was a sleeper hole where he put him out and, you know, his, as soon as his arm went limp, it was like Herb, you know, uh, Herb Williams in the, in the MMA cage, man. He was, he was right on it. It was like, nope, he's done. You know, I, I can't, you know what I mean? This, this guy's got to get revived, et cetera. Like, it felt real, you know? So I, I appreciated the ending, especially with Mox. And then uh, from there, we had probably the most fun match of the year. Uh, <laughs> yeah. How, how'd you feel about Bro, that? Bro, did you hear? I, you know what? I, li- I enjoyed it. Um, I didn't know what it was going to be going in. I think I thought it was going to be old school WCW, um, you know, uh, stable warfare is what I thought I w- was going to be looking at. Um, I didn't know it was going to be pre-taped, you know, or any parts would be cut and stuff like that. So, but I enjoyed the stuff. Some of the, st- I mean, there were some things I, I might've pulled out, but I think it was just cause I saw it coming. Like the, Hundred yard locomotive. Oh, well, see the thing with know, that. Okay, Life. so when I saw them, I saw them start that, and I'm like, and they cut, and I'm like, okay, hopefully that's. I, I said in my head, I was like, hopefully that's it, and they don't cut back, and he's gonna go all the way to the to like the 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 middle of the 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 fifty yard line, right? And of course, they not only did mm-hmm. that, but went above and beyond what I originally thought. But again, I told you, it's like he did. <laughs> he spiked Sammy head first. So, I mean, it was, I don't want to sit here and say the 100 yards was worth it just for that spot, but we did get the Alex Wright freaking, yeah. you know, uh, victory dance. Uh, 
freaking uh, uh, Knox getting super kicked. We had Matt with broken ribs doing an acai moonsault off the gold post. Freaking uh, Nick did a splash on a Jericho through a table. Say it again. I was. I, I didn't think that. I don't think we needed that. I think that was just what? a way to take Jericho. Oh, but I just felt like there could have been a more creative way to do that. Because um, if you notice it, like, it, it was slowly coming down. Or I think Sammy was the last one they had to get. But I just thought, like, it was cool. But I was like, eh, I've seen a better splash through a table. Hardy just did a better splash through a table the other night. Oh, yeah? But did he do it off of a concourse? <laughs> no. <laughs> they kept referring to. No, <laughs> no. I mean, not to mention, not to mention yeah. he was... Not to mention he was running down the stands, bro. Remember, he ran mm-hmm. it, so it wasn't like he just springboarded and did it. Oh man, but uh, you know, yeah, and Hangman with the uh, with the line, uh, with, you know, the regulation law, uh, line painter, whatever they call him. Mm-hmm. I'm not a foosball player, uh, but uh, I love. Hey, I'll keep. It real. I mean, I liked his scene with Hager. Yeah, I was about to cowboy. bring that up. I mean that Uranagi on top of the table, Ooh, bro. Rough. Okay, not only that, but 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 when he yeah. threw him over the table, like when he he yep. he he build him, he, and he he build him, and then I'm like, did he just miss? He completely missed the table. I'm like, I don't know if that was how that was supposed to go out. I thought he was supposed to roll on that bitch. <laughs> like, I, yeah, it looked like he was supposed to roll that on the lip of it towards the end, and did not. Because I, it's he fell pretty hard, and I was like, yeah. I hope he's got knee pads on underneath them chaps. I was, yeah, I was. Like, I, I, was I felt. I mean, hey, yeah, you know but, what? But like, see, that's. Oh, I was just gonna say that was another scene where that was great, but there was too many. You know, there were like five bottles that Hager's. Yeah, had, I was bro. gonna. Was bro, I mean, because that was that was like one of the, one of the complaints I had was the fact that he was no selling like so many beer bottles to the head, because it reminded yeah. me of Jericho and CM Punk and how you know the whole the business was exposed that day <laughs> that was funny. but like uh you know what i did love though was the the impromptu uh buckshot lariat i thought that was really cool how he flipped yeah off the back. I was like, yeah, I get um, that. and then you know what yeah, obviously it was a feel-good moment with the milk and the whiskey i think it was whiskey mm-hmm. um but it was awesome uh and then of course got milk and kept drinking it though yeah no that was That's hilarious what, yeah saying. I was yeah, like, you are a cowboy, bro. There's no way that tastes good. Yeah, because I was like, uh, I'm pretty sure it, it's like that uh that that family guy joke. Uh his chocolate mixed with my peanut butter. Oh, his peanut butter mixed with my chocolate. Hey, I'm Officer Reese's. What happened here? <laughs> uh but uh on this one. I, I do have to bring this up because I'd be remiss if I didn't. I mean, people are up in an uproar about it. The uh the pool scene with Matt Hardy where, you know, they probably, I mean, I felt like, yeah. Uh, Excalibur did a good job introducing the, the, uh, there must be some water from the, from the lake of uh, reincarnation in there. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. You know, I didn't mind that, but I mean, it's a three foot pool guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand yeah. what you guys are going to, you know, people are going to like, like, I'll put it like this. I didn't think of Shad when I saw that rest in peace until people said it yeah you know what i'm saying yeah um, that was i don't that means, like, like i don't know if that makes us like insensitive or assholes because it just happened but it's just not where my mind was it, at it, yeah. it, I guess i'll keep it as blunt as i can they weren't fighting on a the beach like i think it'd be different it would, it just, it would. You know, 
I mean, because yeah. like you know, and, and of and, course, you know, I was talking to. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my bad. Go ahead. I was just gonna say it's weird because I heard Cornette talk about it and he mentioned it, but his whole point was why is there a, a pool at a football arena and like his co-host Brian had to tell him like yeah like the Diamondbacks baseball team they have a pool like just out in center field like it's just to show people you got well, you know like it's a franchise team basically yeah. you know so it's yeah. like it was just kind of weird to hear him talk about it and not and then like the concept of a pool being at a full sport facility like being a possibility at all you know it was just kind of weird so they, they got cake. I know, they got, I, 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 the cons got cheddar okay um <laughs> but yeah i i guess i just had to ask what your, your opinion was on that because i just thought people were reaching a little bit too much um and 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 during a week where we should have not been reaching at all just you know what i mean it, i don't know yeah. i mean like i said i i enjoyed what they did i felt like they you know is it outlandish yeah but it was entertaining and that's what the main thing was about you know what i mean um and obviously fast forward to the end we get the one winged angel well first of all we get sammy thinking he won <laughs> until <laughs> <laughs> he's stuck in the yeah, horror the film, man. Waking him up. And he's just stuck just, in the yeah. horror film, bro. Yeah, that was like Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, yeah. I, th I thought it was, it was so good. And then, you know who you know was great like, was Kenny Omega. <laughs> Kenny Omega was like, get up! <laughs> like, he was... No, you know what I was going to say, too, though, uh, with the Shad thing? I think another reason is Shad passed from the water taking him. Yeah. He wasn't like murdered and drowned. I mean, you know what I mean? That's another thing I'm thinking about. I'm sure, like, I'm sure he, as a like, result, like you can, you can be drowned, but you can drown. Like to die from not being able to breathe underwater would be drowning by definition. You know what I mean? So technically, yeah. yes, but he's not being drowned by somebody. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's Mother Nature pulling him down. Yeah. Exactly. And, and I hate that speakers I'm, I'm even talk about this, but yeah. Yeah. No, well, I guess what it is is I, I think about that spot versus the Randy Edge Absolutely. weight machine spot. And like, because that's like pretty on the nose. Whereas like this is like kind of in the same, I guess the same street, not really the same. You know what I mean? It, it's well, like it, it's it, interesting because I, mean, I, I talked to Baca earlier about it today and I and I, I admitted to him, I said, I'm okay enough to admit if i didn't see the 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 dark side documentary closely to when this match came out i probably wouldn't have been readily uh able to compare it right away you know what i mean um i told him instead mm -hmm. i probably would have still been just as concerned because not from because i got benoit on the brain but because i'm thinking first of all why is randy orton gonna attempt a spot like this when we as fans are kind of invested in the welfare and health of edge just came back from a neck injury this is kind of in bad taste this but then at the same time it's like you, you'll probably have other fans that are like dude it's just it's randy showing how sick he is this is character development you know what i mean so it's you know it just hits different to different people um but yeah like i told him i was like maybe if i didn't watch it or was you know reintroduced to everything and and the mm -hmm. facts you know, a week or two before, maybe I wouldn't have been on the same train. So it's it's different, yeah. man. I I mean, in, in this day and age, we should just more focus on the positive, obviously, with so many tragedies going on, um, not only over the world, but obviously coming into the wrestling world of things. So it's just yeah, trying to enjoy yeah. shit, guys, you know what I mean?
I don't, and I was going to say, probably the only thing we could really talk about uh, it was the Cody Archer match. Yeah, I'm sorry for clashing over that. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking there was yeah, no, I, I mean, I thought, was, I thought it was a well-worked match between the two that were involved. There was just some spots that just seemed um, like they weren't needed. Um, I just thought it was weird. I mean, I was talking to you and Mark, I, you know, when, when basically both managers got thrown out and then Jake's gone. And I thought it was weird that Lance is like motioning for Jake to come out when he was just ejected. So I thought that was weird. And then yeah. he comes out with a burlap that clearly doesn't have a real snake in it. You know what I mean? It just looks weird. And even then, even if it's supposed to have a snake, Python, Damien, Damien Jr., whoever, and Tyson <laughs> come at third. you. Right. And earlier that week, you're saying yeah, you, you was want popping off. Tyson. You was bumping guns. Yeah. And now you got a, right? And you got a full-size snake. Yeah. Man-eating snake. Uh, you have a and, weapon. And you, right? It's a weapon. Exactly. And you, he hightailed it in that tunnel so quick. He's like, oh, I don't want to. Yeah, no, I, I didn't like how they, they yeah, yeah. The way that, I mean, it's one way he could have done it where it wouldn't have been. It, it, it just came off a way I didn't appreciate for his character personally. It, it, it didn't seem characteristic of someone like him who's, I mean, with all the shit he's been talking, it's like, because it's like specifically you said, you know, me and me and uh, Lance will be going back and forth, but who's going to get a piece of Tyson first? Like, oh, oh, okay. Like, so it's not even just you. you yeah. now, now you're putting Lance in it and it's like, okay, y'all, y'all some, y'all talking some big, big talk. Okay. Um, but I, I thought mean, this I match was good. Yeah, I just... Yeah, yeah, I was just gonna say I thought I the say the yeah, yeah. I, I thought the match was good. The the blackout in the beginning wasn't a bad look. I loved when he tried to do. Mm-hmm. I loved this setup when he tried to do the blackout the second time, where it was like a tilt a whirl, and, and then he tried yeah. to pick him up. I thought that that was a real unique yeah, way yeah. of trying to trying to do it. Um, <laughs> and then of course the counter into the the two crossroads were good were great. Um, I wasn't mad that he did two, uh, because was it two? He did two. Yeah. No, you did. I believe he did two. I, I, I so. thought it was, I thought it was just the one. I was gonna. I was laughing because Cornette was like, he, <laughs> he's so funny, man. He he was critiquing how he sent Cody to the rope to set up that tilt a whirl, and he was just like, yeah, he did the most unbelievable. Like you know, he takes him by the nape of the neck and throws him in, and I guess he hates that shoot to the rope because you you know, and and typically. If someone sent you to the rope like that, you would bounce off your chest. That's why. You know what I mean? So he was just like tearing apart that. I'm like, well, but that I was don't think cool that you that. you you realistically would have enough force to, to throw someone to run all the way and hit a rope just by tossing by shoving them by the nape of the neck, anyways. Like people would do that, like, hey, yeah, exactly. keep it, keep it pushing, shove them a couple feet ahead, but they're not gonna run and hit a rope. Yeah, <laughs> I can understand. Whereas if you're grabbing their whole body by the arm and like whipping them into it, I could see that. Uh but you know, I, I yeah. like I, I yeah, like the match. But there were some people that didn't like the match. Well, I, they well, I don't want to. I don't even know if it's the fact that they didn't like the match specifically. They were just up in arms about, oh well, he just booked himself to win. I'm like, dude, get out of here, man. Like he, how yeah, long? See, it's been a whole year and he has not held gold. Yeah, and I don't, I don't look at it like that. I mean, again, you got to look on 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 paper. Who's going? Yeah, Lance is incredible to look at and enticing to look at in a boardroom. But he's not gonna be in a boardroom with two little dub C chin goatee coming down like that. You know what I'm saying? It's just not a corporate. <laughs> Mark Hall, cut a gang, cut a, a gang. 
You know what I mean? So, but I was just going to say, I love the match too. I think what it was, was there was just some of the other elements, the managers. Yeah, a little um, bit too much Tyson, I think, needs stuff. a little on yeah. camera. Yeah, and I think Tyson yeah. needed a little bit of on tutoring, on camera tutoring. Like, hey man, like, you got if you stick with whatever they're giving you and be in that because you're one minute you're cheering Cody, then you're like, yeah, I'm stooging off get arm, him get him out yeah, of here, yeah. you know? get him out of here. <laughs> I was like, right. like, then, like you didn't even have to see the Tyson to know that it was Tyson that said that. <laughs> so, so yeah, and then in the beginning of the match, he gets impressed by Lance punching that. Yeah, dude. I thought that was so hilarious. You think, oh, I like, uh, you know, but then you got him yawning on camera, you know? So there was, yeah. I think, little parts of that. And even at the end, I felt like it was cool to see him get up and take the shirt off, whatever. But when he held Cody's hand and had his arm up, I felt like that was too boxer-ish. Like, I felt like if he just held it up and kept, looked serious, I like, don't know. this that, is that, your winner. That, that's, kind of a, that's kind of a classic Mike Tyson pose, to be honest. Yeah, very true. Very true. Because um, he's always winning. Yeah, hey. <laughs> so, but, yeah, that, that was – yeah, that was, uh, but that was double, or double or nothing, man. But, uh, you know, let's take a quick break. Is, uh, obviously, we got a little bit of fallout from double or nothing along with some NXT action. Uh, we got to, uh, you know, divvy up and talk about and break down as well. Uh, we'll be right back. What's going on, y'all? It's Quincy Jones. Go for the Quincy Jones Show, man. I just got to shoot you guys. A huge thank you because it's been a wonderful three years. Myself, Mark McFly, and Doc Lesnar, we've been doing this. It's been a great journey for three years, man, trying to put on for the culture, man, call great matches, just doing all kinds of media and hidden shows. It's been great. It's been great. The experiences, interacting with fans online and off has been tremendous, man. The support, always appreciated. Thank you guys for listening, for tuning in to the news, everything we ever just contribute, as well as everything we do on the media side. Again, it's been a blessing, and I want to thank you guys. And the way we want to thank you guys is offer you guys a sweet deal for our brand new merchandise. This year, we kicked it off with a brand new logo. Now we have merch with that logo on it, and it could be yours. Great offer, $10 a shirt each. We have three sizes currently right now, medium, large, and XL. All you got to do is email us at Show at gmail.com. Hit us up with your size and also your address of where we can send it to. And you could also send us a $10 whether you got cash, cash money. We got cash app. We got Venmo. We got Zelle. We got PayPal. Whatever it is, hit us up. We'll accommodate. All you got to do is hit us up if you want to support. Again, right now we got a special sale, $10 per shirt, all because it's our three-year anniversary, man. All that and more. Don't forget to subscribe everywhere and follow us on social media for more updates on new merch coming soon. Go. What's going on, guys? This is Leo Rush, the fastest rising star in professional wrestling today. And you are now listening to the Quincy Jones Show with Quincy Jones and the hip-hop hybrid legend, Doc Lesnar. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, home of the tag team champions of the IE, Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. What's going on? We are back, and I think without further ado, you just want to get into the Wednesday Night Wars, my friend? Yeah, I mean, it was a nice little, uh, I mean, because like I said, man, the pay-per-view Saturday, double or nothing, part two, part deux. Uh, set out a pretty good uh, momentum, especially right now in the time. I mean, I don't know. Wrestling feels like it's been lacking, obviously, but 
Uh, it was good energy. That one rolled us right into dynamite. And um, I mean, I don't. Uh, th- there's some high points this week, but I think there's none higher than uh, top guys the, the top checking is, into the, that, that, <laughs> to the, the building. Highest, the highest point is at the top. And let me remind you, they are the Mercedes Benz of tag team wrestling. FTR finally making their presence felt here at AEW. I was hyped. I was hyped for it. I mean, there was a – did you get a chance to take a look – or did you see the tease that that Cash put out earlier that day? No, not at all. To be honest, like, I was just thinking, like, when it happened, when the truck pulled up, I was like, what now? But I was like, this is a cool-looking truck. I was like, who would drive something like this? And I remember getting a a blurred look at the driver thinking – that almost looks like cash if he got a haircut. And I was like, but it's not. It, it, I wonder who, you know, I'm trying to think, who is this right now? What is this leading to? And all I kept thinking about when they hopped out, I was like, so they were tired of all that back road <laughs> sitting at home. <laughs> they decided to come out and get them something. You well, know? You know, so it, what was it, the tweet? It, it, it's unique, though. I, before I get into the tweet, what's unique is uh, you had no idea watching it. I had already had a, a spoiler about it thanks to all elite because they put out the the all you know they, they had a, a a promo for their shirt already and it was like 6 30 so um when it came and across it my, like yeah first it, 20 minutes yeah you know uh but you know because because that graphic came across my feet i was like wait what and i'm like okay i gotta i need to walk because i was watching nxt for a while because i liked nxt a little bit more i won't i won't deny it but going into to, to NXT, or I'm sorry, AEW, my experience was different because I was watching it knowing, like, waiting for it when it was going to happen as opposed to not even knowing. So that, that's a whole different thing uh, that I Damn. probably couldn't imagine going through as a fan of these guys, you know, as far as being you in that situation. But um, the tweet was because the, the irony of them showing up was 24 year. It was a 24-year uh, anniversary of when Scott Hall first showed up on Nitro. Asking if you want a war. Oh, I did see that tweet. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and somebody referenced it, and then Cash, out of nowhere, just put, hey, yo. Yep. And I was like, what is that supposed to mean? Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Now, I like this a lot. I mean, it was really cool how it was set up, because it was the six-man with Matt in the Bucks, or I guess V2, or I don't know which version of Matt that was. He was a spot monkey, uh, but they went against Private Party and Joey Janela um, afterwards because there was a super kick that was thrown that landed on. I don't know if it was the butcher or the blade, but they would jump him from behind. Weird to see the blade dyed his hair blonde, by the way, bleach blonde. Oh, it was weird. Um, it's, and weird that's, to, yeah. it's weird to always see him in black and then they're in all white at ringside. I've noticed the last couple of times they've been in the crowd, it's been all white and suspenders. Are they, are, are and they all trying to dress so, like butchers, like, like a butcher shop? That's it. that's the only thing I could think of, but yeah, that that would. But yeah, FTR they came out. I thought it was really interesting how they played it, and you know what? The way they did the whole thing where they're pulling the hair and they turn and the timing, just just like you know, they're a different breed. Like they're gonna they're gonna turn. Uh, uh, they're definitely gonna turn a different level. I think in terms of their experience mm-hmm. with whoever they get in the ring, with. and like I'm gonna be honest, I I want to see them obviously with the Bucks, but like. Then when SCU is going to be like 
dope. Oh, I you, just know you, it. You saw like, that those, uh, this morning uh, they tried to introduce themselves and they said there's no introduction needed. You guys are uh, the second reason why we, we chose to come here, I think, is what they said. Something like that. So looks to be oh. imminent. Yeah, they, 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 they look and they, I think they're opening their book for all these tag teams because they want to be the best and they want to prove it. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, they, to your point, I know they went on Jericho and talked about the North. And I know that's a big yeah. match you were talking about potentially happening too. So, well, you know, I would love cool. to see, yeah, they hit, like, I was going to say, I would love to see Kenny Omega and Hangman yeah. version them too, for sure. That'd be pretty interesting as well. But yeah, man, these guys came oh, in. Oh, Cody pretty, and Dustin versus them? Like, yeah, I was thinking that too, for sure. But Spike Pile Driver, which is yeah. great to see. I haven't seen them, you know, hit one of those yes. um, in a while. I think they did once in NXT. Then they hit, I don't know if it's going to be the Shatter Machine, but um, what was once the Shatter Machine? And they, yeah, they made a mark, man. They did. Yeah, so. it definitely. Uh, but uh, I would say the next. I, I, I didn't think that we were going to see him this soon. To be honest. Yeah, and I'm going to be, you know, I didn't know that they were part. I didn't see no tweets or anything like that. So I'm going to it blind, watching the first segment on my way to work. And I was like, what? And I'm literally everyone's chanting, holy shit. And and this is awesome. And I'm in traffic chanting it on my AirPods, you know, because I was like, I couldn't believe it, dude. I was like, okay, I'm going to have a good day at work then, you know, so. But um, the next thing I would say on this episode is uh, we got an update on Britt Baker's uh, injury. Uh, broken tibla, I believe, is what it was. I mean, it's weird because uh, I don't, at first it was uh, reported as a torn ACL. I heard that that was the worry. It might have been a Unless torn ACL. A, a I want to say a PT or PCL. It's one of those. The, um, but I know she got x-rayed, and I think she has a partial tear, but definitely broke the tibula. But they thought if it was going to be a tear or the either CL, I'll call it, it was going to be like a nine oh, month MC- period, but it sounds yeah. Like MCL. Yeah. That might've been it. But um, yeah, it sounds like she's only going to be out expected about two months, but she said on uh, dynamite, she'll be back at all out. So that's good yeah, to know is. whenever that's going to be September I mean, usually. Right. So. I think it's, I think it, yeah, it's usually September. It's uh, what labor, nah, is it labor day. I forgot. It, yeah. It's usually September. Um, August, it's been August 31st before, yeah, but usually, like, um, I mean, I, I've been to a couple, yeah, no, no big, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> uh connoisseur. <laughs> um, no, <laughs> no, um, you know, uh, I did like this segment with the uh, <laughs> the crime scene investigation and the the the, the ribbon or yeah. the yarn, the yard work, and all that, um. It was weird because there was uh this was this was one of many times where Jr. had to like repeat to Tony like hey it's on you, hey take take mm-hmm. this like they because they threw it to him and he didn't catch it right or you know the as far as like yeah. the yeah to take the cue, um but Britt was great, you know she was getting like the way she was getting mad at Tony was hilarious, uh you know who. I heard in all her tone halfway through because I was like, man, this is good. And then I stopped and I go, she worked with Jericho. Yeah. Because, like, if you go back and listen to it, there's a lot of Jericho cadence. Like, Mm. if you look at the way she's, like, even uh, pointing at suspects, you know, and it eventually boils down to Aubrey Edwards. Oh, yeah, no, like the the delivery. Yeah, you can totally hear Jericho's. Aubrey Edwards, the one person who's been there every single time. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, it's, exactly. it's well noted and documented that she has been working with Chris uh, with this character, so I wouldn't put it past it. Um, but yeah, I mm-hmm. thought it was a good segment for Britt, uh, especially being that she was not able to be physical uh, for uh, Double or Nothing. And um, it was a plus. Yeah. It was a plus for her and her character work. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. And then after sure. that, we I, got... Who you... Oh, go ahead, Mom. I'm sorry? Oh, no. I was just going to say as a bonus question, who do you think they'll have her booked against it all out? Maybe uh, Sheeta by then? Or Statlander, since that's, that was the original match. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. And Statlander's the one that yeah. technically hurt her. Yeah. There, yeah. Well... So, there was a lot of people involved. Nyla well, technically did. Well, well, but, but, it wasn't but, in her control. Oh, wait, wait. wait. Oh, no, yeah. But, was a, but the move was done by Statlander, right? In the corner? It was a double team Statlander oh, okay, and okay. Uh, Sheeta. Oh, no, Sheeta got to get the work, I couldn't too. tell you who. Yeah, Sheeta got to get that work. Guilty by association. Thoro, role model. I, I love that she got the role model with the R-O-L-L. On the, on the wheelchair so that seemed like a jericho idea you know what i mean as far as naming mm-hmm. the, uh, the wheelchair so um but from here yeah, we definitely. did get uh we got a promo that i loved personally from the brand new uh awtnt champion cody uh cody don't say Rhodes, as as jr likes to say or uh <laughs> what's the other one uh stu uh, uh stu don't say don't call me dick grayson <laughs> i'm like yeah every time real rich yeah, you being yeah. a real Richard. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love this promo uh, from, you know, him being real coy about the, the Tom Brady th- question and talking about, you know, yeah, you know, uh, I got some love in Boston, but, you know, I'm pretty sure I can't go back to Connecticut. Uh, and yeah. then watching Tony, like, trying not to, like, bust a gut. <laughs> like, when he says wow. that, I was like, that was awesome. Um, I, I enjoyed yeah. it. I, I enjoyed what he said. Cause it came off real when he was talking about the, the, the record buys and the amount of people that, that actually supported them for the pay-per-view. And he's saying that mm-hmm. it's, it would be a crime for him not to want to present the best he can in competition for that new division. Um, I really felt what he was saying. I really did. Uh, what bothered me yeah, was no, this, sure. there was too many people that were trying to, again, they're always quick to compare. Everyone kept saying, Oh, this is, this is like the John Cena open challenge speech and yada yada. I'm like, no, nah, man, like open, open challenges. Well, he didn't, first he, he didn't yeah. invent that, you know? Yeah. So, Cause even, you know what you, we were talking about Abraham. What's his name earlier? Washington. Yeah. It's like DX did a thing back in the day, like the original DX, you know, that's how that was way before Abraham had a job at WWE. You know what I mean? So it's like, again, nothing's really original. But an open challenge is a good idea at, in any promotion. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You're telling me Rocky versus the world wasn't an open challenge? Come on, man. You know what I mean? So to me, I felt like it was great. I felt like what he did with the promo was he kind of rewrote history versus the, what the critics think. You know, because you're right. He, he grew up in front of the crowd before he was ready. That's totally true. You I, know did, I, I love that and, part of the promo, too. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I love when he was like, you have all the talent in the world, but you can shove it up your ass because I'm going to outrun you, outdog you, et cetera. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, no, I, I like this too. It's a TNT. It looks like it's going to be a weekly open challenge where he's going to defend the title and give opportunities. And, um, you know, I mean, and, and to me, I feel like it, it kind of brings me, I mean, this is a little later in the show, but 
I don't know if he's the first one up, but uh, I know Jungle Boy ends up winning the uh, Battle Royal, so he looks like he's at least the first one coming for uh, to cash in on that, that challenge. So that was, I thought that was pretty good, too, as well. Yeah, he, um, it's already scheduled for next week. It's official. Oh, is that, is that right? Okay. Yep. That's going to be interesting. I was kind of surprised, too, I mean, with best friends. Maybe you're right. Maybe Trent did get hurt because I know they won that match against Private Party for – I guess no more contendership, but I thought it was also weird to see Kip Sabian and, um, or I guess the super bad death squad Sabian and Havoc, they beat SCU for a tag title shot and they were implementing that they might meet the best friends or they might meet hangman and page at fighter fest. So I don't know if, if I don't know whose title shot comes first, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? So I thought that was a little confusing, but Nonetheless, there's contenders in the tag. We're going to get a tag team title defense soon. Yeah, I mean, I was actually surprised with this win, to be honest. Um, but they, they mm-hmm. did just debut a brand-new tag team move, which is the, what the, the drop kick with the Mishinoki uh, driver combo. Yeah, it's like a basement drop kick or something. Yeah, yeah. But, it was um, interesting. Yeah I, yeah, I was surprised. I mean, they, they obviously have some um, faith in them, too, as a tag team to have them go over their very first uh, crowned tag team champions ever in the company, you know, cleanly, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, that's a big deal. Beating former champs and the inaugural champs, that's a that's a big rub. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. Makes you think what yeah. the Dark Order might be doing. I mean, <laughs> is it, though? No, but <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Um, from here, but that uh, that prima thing is You know what I was surprised with right? actually. We got that? zero mention of Brody Lee. Didn't see him. I mean, they mentioned yeah. that some of the dark the Dark Order were there, which they didn't even show them. But um, well, I mean, I thought they, it was... what happened was there was yeah there was a guy at the side in in the crowd. So, you know, the guy from the Dark Order. Oh yeah, the video. Yeah, with the Coca. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, so that was the only thing I saw from the Dark Order. So it's something, but you're right. There was no mention of Brody Lee. But I know you want to get to it. Let's get oh, to it. Let's get to the, oh, the Battle Royal slash confrontation. No, no, no. Well, well, we, yeah. had the, we had the Battle Royal first. That I, I, that's the only, you know, I, I was kind of vocal about this just because this was a horrible Battle Royal. I'm sorry. Um, it well, was clunky. I don't, I don't know why. Half those people were in it for sure. Um, and I agree with you. The only thing I thought that was the best thing is the slight tension tease between Wardlow and MJF. No. Nope. What'd you think? That's my biggest. I think it's too soon. That, that was my biggest complaint was they unsuccessfully affected, they un, unaffected, like had a tease for it the last two weeks. In that, made him, that made him look soft. You know mm. what I mean? And then, you know, I felt they had a chance to do something, to make it right uh, mm-hmm. on commentary, if that makes sense. And they had an opportunity here where, you know, they're in a match where they are going to touch because it's every man for himself. Mm-hmm. And I just felt mm-hmm. like when they finally, t- <clears throat> when they finally touched, like the commentary were so lackluster about it, it just did not make anyone interested to want to see it. And that, 
uh, that was what I had a problem with is like, they didn't, you know, they didn't do the proverbial, oh, we got the, you know, the big, and and every Royal Rumble or Battle Royal situation is always like a moment where there would be like two hosses and they, mm-hmm. you know, they, they, their backs connect and they turn around and then it's like, oh, oh, it's, you know. Yeah, it's the big clash. The, mm-hmm. Yeah, the big, yeah, exactly. So it's not a, out of the pick, you know, in, out of the realm of reality when it comes to logic in this battle royal that they could have done the same thing. But then when it happened, it was just like, oh, like, like it was almost, I don't even think they even said anything about it when they first started even, like, attacking each other. It wasn't until, because Wardlow actually hit him with a clothesline mm. that spun him. Like, he, he he did the whole Rikishi spot. But they didn't even mention it. I was, yeah, and, and some of the camera work on that match wasn't the best either. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you. They, it was anticlimactic. We talked about it, like you said. Like, I mean, Luchasaurus was made to kind of like a bitch, and we tried to offer how we would have booked it, you know what I mean? Throwing Marco in the ring to cut off the stuff, you know, separate him from Wardlow and then go to war. Easy, you know what I mean? And then the second time you saw me, like, roared at him or growled at him and it's like yeah that's cool and everything dude but like you're not doing anything so i feel you like when they finally had that immovable object versus you know that whole thing it just didn't yeah the commentary didn't do a good job making it feel like a big deal and we know it could be a big deal they're big hosses you know but yeah but uh yeah there wasn't too much i liked yeah the only thing the only other thing i have to say is like because like i said i felt like it was clunky, and a majority of the match was just guys waiting to get a position for the next spot. Yep. Um, yep. But I'm not That's mad. That's the biggest thing. I, I thought it was smart to have it down to Orange and Jungle Boy, though, as the last two. Yeah. I, yeah, I thought that was well done. And speaking of which, you know, sure. what do you think about Orange Cassidy getting in the inner circle shot earlier in the night during the interview? This – I love it. I mean, these are the spots. I remember when uh, he showed up in the background uh, in the bathroom, I think, during the Young yeah. Bucks yeah, segment and, uh, with, uh, right? Probably, and I uh, thought, I remember thinking that's what he, they need to do is have him just show up in random spots throughout the show on some where's, where's Waldo, where's Orange going to be this time? I think that's going to help get him over because it's funny and he doesn't do much but be him. And so I didn't mind that at all. I thought the continuity of like, Jericho getting mad and oh the audacity and I'll see you later and that but it was interesting to see proud uh, proud and powerful like take him out like that so I don't know if this is going to lead to like Jericho versus Cassidy or something because they did say Jericho will be in uh, action next week yeah, next so week. maybe you know um, yeah but yeah we did but, uh, yeah, that yeah. was pretty much the big before yeah before yeah the, I was just gonna go say ahead. before the the. <laughs> The kitten caboodle, as they say. Um, We did get the final segment of the night, which was great. Um, By the way, I loved Ortiz carrying over the fact that he couldn't hear still from his bell getting rung. I thought that was great. Um, I don't know what exactly is hurt on Sammy, but he's obviously needing crutches. (laughs) I don't know what it is. Yeah, Um, yeah, I'm assuming, yeah, I mean, after taking that spot, crash pad or not, you got to sell it. Right. You well, I'm thinking that, that they so. gave they got they got him that little scooter, so it must be his leg, right? I, yeah. I, again, I don't know if he's actually hurt or. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. Got, yeah. I'm 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 talking kayfabe, man. You're breaking it, bro. Come on. Come on, man. 
Come on, man. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, it's, I would assume it's a leg. Yeah, I would assume it's his leg. So, Something. but I was gonna say, no, the uh, this this segment did have its moments. I liked Hager's poem. Um, I you know, but it did. The whole thing wasn't much. <laughs> you know, sorry. I mean, the whole thing just not not the poem. The poem was great, but I don't think the whole segment was flush. You know what I mean? There were just no, parts that I, I mean, would change, but yeah. Like, like the the whole oh I you know, I want I want Tyson's head on a platter. Oh, I got a cheese platter. And then it's like, wait, so like they didn't really do a good job saying like, oh, I guess somebody was like messing around and ate the, the platter and drank. I mean they they did with the bottle where we you know when they had Tyson's crew come out. Um, but there was one thing in particular that I just wasn't a fan of when it came to this uh, segment, but I slept on it and I thought maybe Jericho is just, and this is not a far cry, <laughs> a freaking genius. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a problem with the entire logic behind why he would want to fight Tyson because I'm thinking, dude, it's only a week removed. You guys are already getting a lot of, uh, you know, backlash. I don't say backlash, but people already comparing you guys, you know, with the whole uh, Tyson's going to be here to present the title. Who knows what he's going to do to the whole, you know, Sean and, and, and Stone Cold match at Mania. Um, and then a week after that, you know, we got Jericho talking about something that J- Tyson did to him on a Monday night. And I'm like, oh, come on, dude. Like, at first I was like, well, what's on Monday night? Because you guys sure as hell aren't, you know what I mean? Um, so I thought that was weird. Cause I was like, I mean, in a sense, I'm thinking you're just gonna, for those who don't know, they're just going to send people towards your competitions network to want to go and go back and check out what happened. Right. Uh, exactly which is, what I, you know, I, you know, I was thinking, you know, it's not, it's definitely not that'll put butts in the seats bad, but I was thinking, I don't know if I would have done that. You know what I mean? But I was also yeah, thinking, oh, no. well, you know, go ahead. I know. I was going to say, yeah, I mean, I, I just, when you say you're going to be an alternative, you, you just hope that you don't think about the other one at all. You know what I mean? I felt and like it didn't do him any favors in that regard. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and I feel like when you go out and publicly say, we're not watching them, we're not making moves, we're not at war with them, but then you do stuff like that. It's like, I don't know, man. It, it it's annoying because it's like, okay, we'll just follow through with some of the stuff you're gonna say. You know what I mean? Because um, people are still struggling with if they're even giving a more sports feel, you know, with their presentation or not, or if it just is dressed up to to think so. Because people put holes in like some of the people that get title shots before those who are actually number one contenders, and how it's like, why would that happen? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, the but continuity, I digress on that. Yes, yeah, so some some of the continuity with yeah. their ranking so, system has had a little bit of issues, but... Um, yeah, but the main point is they don't need to give people ammo. And, and I just feel like, thing, yeah, because yeah. like, just like you said, I he stated the date. I As soon as he said it, I, I went into a new window and I started typing in that date, put Jericho, and boom, it was right there. It was some match with DX... From you know, DX two thousand, some reunion thing, yeah, because you could tell the shirt that that Tyson mm-hmm. had on it was like one of those special little one-off uh, merch yeah. grab joints, but because yeah. nobody was grabbing. But the, you know, especially <laughs> you know when you even put it more into perspective, you got Jericho and Tyson in a brawl, which is okay. People are automatically going to go to Stone Cold and Tyson, right? You know what I mean? So even more kind of shooting themselves, in the and it was interesting. 
Yeah, definitely. But, what but, I thought was interesting is bringing the MMA posse. Well, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. Like, I don't know Tyson to to have ties with anyone specific, but it's not. I mean, they're combat. People, well, a lot of so, those guys I think oh, are from. from I guess, uh, are aren't they from uh, Bellator? Well, that's the thing. Some of it was I know Belfort, v, yeah, Vitor Belfort, Belfort was there. Rashad, um, I did not recognize him. I didn't know he's wearing hair like that. I didn't even see him. I didn't even not even see him. What is like that? Was braids coming down? That was Rashad Evans. Wow, I used to mob, yeah. mob mad fools with that guy on UFC. Um, yeah, for real. But uh, and then but, there was a Henry. Yeah, yeah, I don't know Henry what you're talking Sahu. about. He, he's from UFC. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, well, uh, as far as finishing my thought on on that whole Jericho thing, I slept on it, and I was thinking it was kind of a smart move because now they don't have to worry or spend money on trying to come up with some footage to build this thing, this story between him and Tyson. I mean, when you Mm -hmm. think about it, he references this old thing. Yeah, it's kind of risky. People are going to go check it out and look for it, and then they're going to be, like, understanding, okay, uh, I I understand why he wants, you know, the the vengeance from getting knocked out or yada, yada, yada. But then when you think about it, you're saving – you don't have – like, you pretty much just – you didn't have to produce any, any footage. Like you just, they didn't have to pay to use it on TV and people just who are already using it or, or have access to Google, they're just going to go check it out. You know what I mean? So yeah, um, I thought that was kind of a smart move when you think about it, because now they have a build without even having to film anything. You know what I mean? Well, um, I think there needs to be a build though. I think that's the only thing is Tyson. Well, well for it to be entirely based on something that happened in a different company, that's where I'm like, uh, that's kind of, I don't know if that's the way to go. But like I said, I, I thought it was kind of weird that that was the entirety of it. I mean, he could have just wanted to put his head on the platter just because he's Jericho. But at the end of the day, it did what it needed to do. Uh, news outlets everywhere were, were on it. I mean, when you think about it, just well, the two big names, itself, Tyson and Jericho, it's going to sell for even for people that aren't even avid wrestling fans. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I was going to say, I had somebody come in to work today that pissed me off and was like, man, how desperate is AEW? I was like, what do you mean? And they're like, because they went and got Mike Tyson. And I had to let them know, like, you know, Tyson might be returning, right? Like, and he didn't, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, you're just grabbing headlines. You're just one of these people that just, you know what I mean? Like, why is that desperate? Like, WWE did that twice. They used to, you know, but regardless of that, you're right. It grabbed the right kind of headlines. I was just, I guess to me, they could have done more with the MMA posse being there. You got Hager right there. I just felt like it was kind of wasted. Like, why? And who was that guy with the weird eye makeup? It was, he's he stood out so much. He's an actor. He, he's actually Rebel Wilson's ex-boyfriend. His wow. name is His name is, uh, was it Mickey, uh, Mickey Gooch is his name. Wow. Yeah, because yeah, I was just like, who the is this dude? He's making sure he's in the shot. Like, yeah, he you was. know what I mean? But, yeah, the only thing I'll say, though, it was cool to see Cody come out separated. Tyson comes out looking like a crazy monster, which I thought yeah. was kind of made, made up for the yawning. Yeah. But to me, it's still the same question. What is this leading up to? Because Tyson's not going to take a bump, dude. Like, why? You never know. Like, he's not going to run. I don't know. You never, you never know. He may – He may. maybe he owes Jericho – a favor and he's calling it in. I don't, 
I don't know. Jerry, I feel like Jericho's yeah, a man of many talents, and the negotiate the art of negotiation is definitely one of them. So I wouldn't put it past yeah. them doing something with him. But you know, obviously, again, people are like, "Oh, this is the same people who complaining about Tyson are the same people who like Cain Velasquez in WWE." I'm like, no, they're not. <laughs> well, it's gonna build to something, I think, because. He did put out a video backstage, you know, post ball separation. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to be back and I'm going to bust his ass. Like, I'm a, so. Yeah, I'm going to bust his ass. But, uh, you suck. <laughs> but yeah, you know, that, that was dynamite. Um, you know, what a way to come back from the, the post. I mean, this was the post double or nothing show. So, I mean, keep the momentum going, you know, keep the ball rolling, I suppose, especially when you got. Tyson, you know, dropping by on your on your TV, uh, you know, as opposed to the pay-per-view, you know, utilize it. You know what I mean? I'm not mad at it. He's done sitting in the back, man. He, he wants some time. He wants some TV time. He wants some time. He's, he's tired. He, he's yawning because he's tired of these niggas. <laughs> but um, nah, let's man. get it. Uh, time to get into NXT, my friend. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Let's go ahead and I just want to start uh, off by, by saying that I actually enjoyed NXT more than AEW this week. Um, from a collective show presentation, um, I didn't have, if any, a lot to complain about, to be honest. They had a pretty stacked card, pretty great matches, pretty pretty good developments. Um, oh, you know what? One thing uh, before we, we, uh, we, we get into NXT, I want to ask your opinion on, do mm. you think it was uh, – too early to show cracks in the MJF foundation with Wardlow? Yeah, that's what I was saying earlier, because that's what I thought maybe why you didn't like that whole deal was um, maybe it was too soon. Because to me, it is soon, but it's like Wardlow just started doing squash matches. And besides the cage match with Cody... He hasn't done anything meaningful. He does. I mean, it'd be great to see him have a feud first, where maybe MJF could like return some favors. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, I think it's kind of too soon to be honest with you. I think, especially if you got MJF looking to have championship aspirations, like Wardlow would be great to have around for insurance. So yeah, um, that yeah, kind of heat sells itself. My that. bad. Yeah, I, I I know you're an MJF guy, and so I wanted to ask you about that uh, personally, actually, because um, when I saw it, I, I mean, I, I like I like the inter- it def- I, I like the interaction pre tape, yeah. but you know, it didn't translate great in the ring. I don't think so. No, I mean, no, we talked about the battle think, royal. Yeah, I think you're right. But um, NXT opens up. We had the uh, the triple threat. Uh, I guess qualifying mm-hmm. in a way because they had to figure out who had the the better. Um, of the uh, two and one um, yeah, record. record, yeah, win loss record for the uh, what was it Group A for the Cruiserweight Block? Um, it was Drake yeah. Maverick, Jay Gallus, and uh, Kushida. I like this match a lot, man. This match was a really good, uh, solid ten yeah. minute match. I, they actually got a lot of action in for ten minutes. To be honest, um, I thought. It was- yeah, no, I was gonna say. I, I mean, this is kind of like what I was thinking of when uh, we were talking about the uh you know the triple threat tag team earlier about ter- in terms of like m- there's more action i was just thinking about this triple threat specifically when i was thinking of that so yeah this had great back and forth um and i i mean i think 
a lot of people already felt like Drake was the most deserving, but I was still, I like the contrast of three styles in this, but um, it was an interesting finish. Interesting finish. Yeah, Drake I wasn't, Maverick with I wasn't mad at it. Finals, right? Yeah, I wasn't mad at the finish. Um, at first, I thought that he, he, he was trying to pin Kushida, because I was like, yeah. dude, that, that's not his shoulders. But then I was like, oh, okay, so he pinned Jake. Um, so, you know, it was definitely interesting. I love that out thing, too. I didn't. Okay, I kept trying to watch where he tapped out, and I, I just, I'm guess I'm just, I just keep missing it because they did say it, but I, didn't, I went back okay. just to, to see where it was. I wanted to see it, how close it was, and I, 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 yeah. I couldn't see it. But again, you know, I'm supposed to wear glasses, so there's that. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, it, it I thought was, this was, was like a specific angle that they showed when uh, they were backstage with them. That was the only time they. But go ahead. No, yeah, I was just gonna um, say, you know. Drake Maverick, you know, he does make it to the finals. Um, I was surprised. I thought they were going to go with Kushida. I thought he should have. Um, Kushida versus El Fantasma would, or El Hill Del Fantasma would have been great. And obviously I was also going for Jake as well. But, um, yeah, I guess we're going to figure out how, how far they're going to let Drake run with the ball on this one, man. Um, but after that, we did say, get a weapon. I was just going to say I agree with you. To me, I, I thought maybe with the way it went down, I was surprised Kushida was like, go off and win. You know, you're fight, you fought this far, basically. You know, I, I just thought, like, what? Like, bro, you, you had – he tapped. Like, you need to get in the final. Like, I'm not, I'm not hating on Drake in the story told, but I don't really want him to win if that's harsh. You know I mean? Just from his character development. And I don't want Phantasma to win because he just got here. So I think Kushida was probably my favorite. Maybe I'm being biased, but I don't know. Well, I feel like but, him uh, being, you know, one of the best super juniors ever, it would have been fitting. But, you know. Um, but we did move on to get the Johnny Gargano Invitational with Adrian Alanis, which I was like, poor guy. This guy sounds like a female. <laughs> like – Every time they refer to him in the ring, I'm like, oh, so it's Johnny beating up a woman. This is so weird. Um, I felt like it was Rib. I don't think that's his real name. No, I doubt it. I, but they said – but I don't know, though, because uh, you had Beth Phoenix pretty much hyping him up, saying that he's uh, uh, some from some trio called the Skulk from uh, Evolve. Oh, so, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, yeah. so maybe so that's why Gargano knew who he was, yeah. Because he spent time in Evolve, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He had a mm-hmm. lot of time in Evolve. Him and Ciampa as DIY and even before then, too. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, we had the Invitational kickoff. Of course, Johnny Gargano wins. Easy win over a uh, little little squash job yeah, here. That was a hell of a super kick. Hell yeah, super well, kick. oh, geez. Yeah, it was. Um, but then we did get a, uh awesome little promo here from uh, Mia Yim mm-hmm. and Keith Lee. Uh, I, I thought, dude, Keith Lee is a great personality. He was really entertaining. Yeah. He was like, I was like, just gonna say, hey, don't, don't say it was all because you know who I got. I got critiques for. Oh, you talking <laughs> about Tegan? <laughs> no, I didn't mind Tegan. I to me, it, it could have been anybody in that spot. Um, and we will, you know, we'll find out like later, you know, because there's a lot of stemming from this. But like, I thought Mia's timing wasn't the best on certain things, or cadence wasn't the best on certain things. Uh, but it was it was good what they did. I, I thought it, I thought it, but it was just like, oh, we're ordering, we're we're, we're cooking takeout. I'm like, I, I guess 
You know what I mean? Like that, that didn't really hit, you know? So there were just some jokes that didn't hit. Um, but I liked at least that there was a response. I like how he said, Hey, Gargano, you, your attempt to touch her doesn't come without consequences. And I thought yeah. that was dope the way. No, that was, that, that was you know great. I mean? so. Um, but uh, like I said, I liked the, uh, where she was doing the whole flashlight in the face thing. <laughs> and he's just like, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> like I thought, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was great that for, the, for him to react the way he did the show a little bit of realism mm-hmm. to it, you know what I mean? And how um, ridiculous but, it is. Yeah, 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 in nature, 100%. He, he made that segment, I think he those parts, he he made those, um like, really come through in terms of that, that segment working. But I was just going to say, because um, I don't think we're going to really bring up the match, this would also bring up, when I said stemming, like, uh, LeRae would come out and confront Tegan in the middle of a match where Tegan was – coming to give assistance to Shotzi who was going against Raquel and oh, yeah. Dakota Kai was running in. Oh, but my she God. came out to her about like, you know, basically her involvement as little as it was in that video. And then later on, you, you know, cause this all basically goes down to Johnny challenging Keith at takeover for the strap. And then Candace doesn't want to wait till takeover. So she challenges, um, who is it, uh, Mia next week, and I think that gets official, right? But she then says, Tegan, you should be ashamed of yourself, so I wonder if that's the long term or that's waiting in the wing or what's going to happen with that in terms of a program. You know, it's, I, I got I to say, Shotzi scared the shit out of me in this match. Um, oh, yeah. That, that you know coffin that's drop right. was... Yeah. Oh my gosh! Like watching her and then seeing that nobody was going to catch her, and how she just yeah. fell on the back of her like neck and top of her shoulders. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Like I, I couldn't believe that she was still in the match. Like, uh, but you know, kudos I, to her. She's a badass, man. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? She, know, even, she, it looks she really even re- retweeted it and said, uh, uh, I, "And I'll do it again." You know what I mean? And I'm like, "All right." Yeah, it looked like at the very least she might have tore something in her neck. Because, but I can't – the way she landed, too, it seemed like she was kind of in control. And I remember thinking, why did she do that? Like, why did she fold up like that? But I don't know, man. But, yeah, that, that was a crazy, very scary bump. But, um, no, yeah, man, I, I would say other than that, um, we kind of get more, more of a – shape of what takeover in your house is going to look like um, yeah, it's, it's pretty i know they sad, announced man. a triple threat yeah yeah i mean uh, we talked about it we kind of knew there was going to be a triple threat for the women's title charlotte oh, will yeah. defend against eos and uh rhea ripley uh finn balor will uh confront his attacker head on damian priest yeah and uh champa versus carrion cross man so and, you know, uh, and- uh, did, did they announce any um are the tag straps going on uh, online for Imperium? And uh... I haven't heard yet in terms of takeover, but you know, during the during the show, they you know, and it's not worth going too deep, but Imperium uh, kind of yeah. call out damn brawlers, and they kind of accept. So I, it looks like there's going to be some sort of program. Yeah, that's why I was asking. But then I again, don't know if it was set up yet? Yeah, at the same time, Cole. Uh, that was one of his negotiations um, when, you know, he had a nego- live nego- right. negotiation. Right, undisputed. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, to, so they, they can get a tag team title opportunity 
at some point too. So who knows what's going to happen? Maybe it'll be a triple threat or something like that. Well, you know what? Uh, it is worth bringing this up because I forgot. I mean, I waited to bring this up as far as the news because this was relevant for for specifically uh, the Adam Cole Velveteen match that they had announced. Yeah. Um, apparently, this is going to be a special match, kind of like what they did with uh, Gargano and Ciampa at a different location. Um, if you did catch what you know, uh, William Regal had said that he was going to name a place a time and place, which I was thinking, why wouldn't it be at uh, in your house, which I think it is, but they're just going to do a different type of situation again. Um, but basically, mm. uh, this is, I guess the best way to uh, describe it is it's going to be like an outdoor parking lot brawl, except with a ring. So it says that NXT is filming the Velveteen Dream versus Adam Cole match uh, tonight at Full Sail University for the upcoming In Your House show. The roster was asked to carpool there and their cars will surround a ring that is placed on the filming set that is behind Full Sail University. Uh, okay, I see what kind of look they're going for. That should be cool. Kind of uh, lights, uh, or uh, I'm sorry, the headlights light the uh, arena type. Yeah, thing, but the arena is the parking lot. Yeah, that's what I think. It's like, you know, like an outdoor parking lot, bra, but with a ring type of situation, uh, which is interesting. Very interesting. Um, but you know what? I am pretty uh hyped and looking forward to this card. Uh, you didn't mention uh Cross and Champa. We did get a, a cross promo here. Um, obviously we had Champa making light work of uh, who was it? Leon Russ. Uh, had Scarlett yeah, Bordeaux out there, uh, keeping her eye yeah. on him the whole time. Um, but I did love the way. Yeah, you know, she, you know, she has her own shirt now. So. You know, there you go. Cornette re already reinforcing his uh, thoughts on the Mark Merrow uh, situation with that. Um, but, yeah, I, I I wasn't mad at the promo. Um, I'm just – he's one of the good guys. He's one of the guys that we've seen bust his ass in terms of cross. I'm just excited to see this happen. Um, I'm excited for him just all around. But uh, I thought it was a pretty good promo. You know, again, we've seen some of the promos he's done for us in the past. So this was nothing new. We we know what he's capable of, you know what I mean? So, but... uh, See, I felt like it was a slight step back. Um, It wasn't a bad promo, but I don't feel like he said anything new. Like, he you said know, he was special. reiterating... Yeah, well, the thing is, he's reiterating Ciampa's words. You know no, I, mean? I know. I, I'm, I'm teasing. Yeah, I'm just teasing. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. That, that, that's uh, what I but I just felt like, yeah, so if you take that away, the only thing he said was he was just going to hurt him really bad. At takeover, which is like I think everyone knows that's probably going to happen. Whether Ciampa wins or loses, he's not going to. He's going to really earn. Yeah, especially with Morrow just totally trying to be non-biased. Yeah. Biased. <laughs> um, but we oh. did have the uh, last fight match pit. of the night. What yeah. they call it the fight pit? But that's the thing. That's not They're what they called like it. They kept calling it a. They kept calling it a cage fight. Right, and then he, even when uh, when Angle did a little promo from home, uh, promoting that he was the the referee, he kept saying, "This this isn't a cage match. This is a cage fight." That's all he kept saying. Yeah. You know? um, but mm -hmm. with that being said, I love the setup for this match. It looked really cool. Um, if you notice, they didn't have any any ropes in the ring. I thought that was mm -hmm. pretty cool. Um, I mm -hmm. love the the start of this where because I noticed I'm like, wait, they're starting on top. And I'm like, oh, wait, okay, there goes Thatcher slowly walking down, and then freaking Riddle just jumps, 
freaking rolls into it like a Superman punch. I thought that was awesome. Um, this match, first of all, dude, Thatcher for shoot got his freaking teeth kicked out. That was insane. If, was that shoot? Because oh, when you see, did you see him smile at the end of the match? Did I see what? When he opened his mouth at the end of the match, he had like his teeth were knocked out. Like he had one missing and one that was pieces of it were gone. Like I don't know how. Oh, okay. he, yeah, I, mean, I know he already missing teeth, so that's why I was trying oh, to figure out if, because when he got kicked, and don't get me wrong, the way that Riddle was able to jump off the cage yeah, that was in that short of time and that distance and, and snap that off. Very impressive. But I just felt like from the camera angle, it, I've seen a real MMA fight do that and smack the shit out of someone's face as if he smacked him with yeah. his hand, but with Anthony his foot, you know what I mean? And I didn't feel like I saw that impact. And I also felt like the way that he took the bump, you kind of saw his arm come up like, like, you know, like almost like he, he like oh, near his brunt. head. So, yeah, to take the brunt of the, the force of the yeah, kick. Yeah, but I, but I mean, that, well, I mean, like when he was selling. So, no, I don't yeah, know yeah. if he had like a, you know, I mean, capsule, maybe. I don't know. But his hands were checked thoroughly before he got in that cage, though. So, I don't know. I mean, but it, 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 either way, if, if, if they did do a capsule, they did it way better than AEW did with the whole, when they did, yeah, yeah yes. how they do the two things. So, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I liked it. Whether whether it was shoot or not, they got the desired effect, right? It I was, was gonna say down to the that that I guess trainer or doctor at the ringside. He's like, because uh, he hears, oh god, you know, he's like even grimacing about what it looks like in there, and he's like, I mean, he can he can fight. I mean, can you fight? He, he if he wants to fight, he can fight. I'm like, that was actually really important that they showed that. Um, and whether that was yeah. shoot or not, I, I, I let me ask. I could be wrong. He, it, 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 I mean, it looked to me, like I said, he, that he was missing teeth. Like he cracked some of his tooth open, like actually had pieces of his tooth, like not, not clean gone, but like you can mm -hmm. see like one tooth like right here and then one next to it is clearly up here. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I was going to say uh, another thing that impressed me was he took that tumble from the top down to the mat. Um, and I was just like, damn, like he, he, he yeah. was about that bump, uh, Thatcher. Yeah. Uh, we've seen and, it on 2K. Like that must, yeah. But I, but like, I'm thinking yeah. like, man, to knock bear out. And, but that was the only thing I didn't like about the match. It was impressive, but I don't think we needed the broton or not the broton, but the, whatever it is, uh, the, broton, the right? floating bro. I, I, I thought, oh or yeah, you're right. The floating bro. Right, yeah. But I just felt like. I was like, damn, like right after he took that bump, his air is for sure gone now. You know what I mean? But I just felt like I just didn't think we needed it. It was a cool spot, but I just thought like I wanted to see like the purebred athlete win. I don't I don't need to see like all the same moves and, you know, all the like I didn't want to see the pay that weird Pele kick he would do. You know, I wanted to see a real like strike and who's going to go out. You know what well, I mean? And, I, I'll um, go but out. Besides that, go ahead. I'll, say, I'll go out on a limb because, you know me, I'm always Mr. Uh, you know, Riddle Public Enemy number one when it comes to his kicks. I will go out on mm -hmm. a limb and tell him, you know, congratulate him and honor him and tell him it was real nice and snug. It, it, it looked real good in this match, you know, um, yeah. especially when you kick a man's teeth out of his mouth, shoot or fake. I don't know what it is yet. We're going to get to the bottom of it. But, yeah, it looked real impressive. I didn't mind the floating throw. Um, I feel like there had to be some sort of spot from there. I was hoping it wasn't going to be like a suplex 
or like i mean he almost yeah. tried to take him down with a butterfly man i was like that's an ins- i was like that's an insane front front bump like yeah. that's insane i, I really thought that was gonna he would have been down um, he was, yeah. let me ask you two yeah let me ask you two questions uh how what did you think of the finish a and then b do you think and again, now at the time when they announced this, I had not watched uh, the Owen Hart episode yet of Dark Side. So I thought they highlighted maybe him doing the Lions Den match. And I was like, is that why they're doing this? You know what I mean? Mm. But do you think it's kind of like, you know, weird that they did that? Like, you know, regardless if it was showcased on the show, do you think that had anything to do with their decision to, to make it a cage match? Or do you think it was just um, totally... I, I, don't, I don't think so. Um... I don't think so, because when you really think about it, like when they did have that first one with Owen and Ken Shamrock, it was because mm-hmm. of Ken Shamrock. And they really haven't had anyone outside of a Ronda Rousey, you know, obviously and Brock, but Brock was a pro wrestler first for them to want to have to bring this match out. But then you got a guy like Matt Riddle, who's obviously a well-known name in the MMA world. Timothy Thatcher, a well-known name in the grappling world. Um, it, it just kind of felt like it fit the bill so to speak. Um, I, I was actually surprised to know that Thatcher's actually from Sacramento. Had no idea. Uh, but it mm. makes sense because there's a lot of camps and shooters up there. Um, but I wasn't mad at the finish to answer your first question. At first, Burton. I thought it came out of nowhere, but that's how it's supposed Same. to happen. That's, that you, that's the realism of mm. MMA as well. Um, a guy can be on top and then he makes a split mistake or get caught slipping for two seconds. You know, he, he was hanging onto his back with the rear naked or the RNC, as Morrow kept trying to plug because he's so cool. Um, but, you know, he was hanging off and he kept, oh, he kept hitting, you know, his back on the, on the cage and stuff like that. And he did a really – and, you know, then he sweeped them off his, his, and then just landed on top of him. And you thought that he was just going to get squashed. You know, I mean, not squashed, but, you know, like in, in the sense of, like, the momentum of the weight being dropped on him. But he just kept the rear naked on him. I wasn't mad at it. I couldn't be mad at it because, I mean, he stuck it out. You know what I mean? So, and I mean, Jesus Christ, he lost his teeth for it. So, I mean, they got, they got to give the guy something. Yeah, but I thought I, it was a pretty I good think, spot. I think – yeah, oh, okay. I, I, I agree. It definitely came out of nowhere. I think maybe I wanted to see either a harder sell from the face to the, you know, cage spot or the post. That would make sense why, you know, urgency. Oh, yeah, he, he kind of threw him right um, into or that cage. I was, Yeah. Yeah. And, and I just felt like, if not that, then a little bit more sell on Riddle because he is a real fighter. But it was believable once I watched it back. I think the reason I asked you really, though, was to think if you had thought anything directly about Mox and Brody's. Oh, um, you know no, I mean? because. Because so, I felt like, ooh, that was like eighth the, part. Well, because the reason why I don't, I, it wasn't so automatic like that for me is because the the circumstances of the match being that you can only win via tap out or knockout um, anyway. So we knew it had to be some sort of give up or, you know, not give up situation in the sense of he just passed out. You know what I mean? So I wasn't too surprised. I mean, hell, a good RNC with the hooks in will get the job done any day. But, uh, yeah, yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I thought this was a really, really great main event, to be honest. Yeah. Angle did a good job too. Yeah, he did. He he did not make it about him at all. Which was nope. the and, and you know, even the little spot of 
him, you know, talking to Matt Riddle in the back and he tried to shake his hand. He's like, nah. <laughs> so uh, I thought it was good, yeah. man. I thought NXT really hit it out the park this week, uh, especially, you know what? The crowd being there really made it watchable, I think, is what, it, what which is the difference, to be honest. Now that they have the, the crowd there, I think it mm-hmm. definitely makes a difference of how I, I watch NXT going forward. Yeah, it definitely does. The plexiglass is a, is a interesting touch. I heard JR take a shot at, at it um, during their broadcast, a very subtle shot about plexiglass and, uh, you know, being how it stopped you from being interactive as a fan, basically. But uh, it's interesting enough, Ciampa was talking about how he doesn't like, he thinks it's a bad look that Raw and SmackDown have NXT stars, like, on the sidelines because he thinks, unless it's, like, developmental guys, he doesn't mind that, but he thinks the NXT guys, it kind of pigeonholes them because it's, like, they're on that side of the barricade. You know what I mean? Mm, Versus, like, they're, they're the third. Yeah, you know, and he's, like, it's not like the... He's like, it's not like the SmackDown and Raw guys are coming down to cheer us on. You know what I mean? So uh, I thought that was no, pretty interesting. No, that is a pretty interesting. You know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. A, a, a way greater perspective on that. And, I, and I, I get it. I get both sides, though. I definitely get both sides. But, yeah. But, I mean, that was, that was it for the Wednesday Night Wars, man. Um, again, like I said, I did enjoy both shows. Uh, I just enjoyed NXT a little bit more. How about you? Uh, which one was kind of the um, – uh, for me. Um, I think AEW did a lot of good things in terms of uh, continuing moving uh, the momentum um, in terms of like what's coming next. I think FTR debuting was great. Um, Again, I went in the blind, so it was a great debut for me to see as a surprise fan. But you're right. They had a better main event. Um, I mean, again, I don't know what Tyson versus Jericho does except pop the, the rating a bit. So I think I just kind of felt like that's it was kind of a WWE move. So I think NXT, I think you might be right. This but week. not necessarily a bad move because that's what WWE did when they brought him in to, when they did it. You know what I mean? Yeah, Tyson but it's was like suspended. Says, though, like they Tyson was the biggest name in boxing WWE. and he's still suspended at the time, you know? So it was like, yeah, yeah, made sense. Um, but yeah, man, uh, that was the Wednesday Night Wars. Uh, all you guys listening out there, again, I appreciate you guys picking us to fill that void in your life right now of all entertainment and everything going on. I know it's it's tragic out there, man. There's a lot of uh, a, lot, a lot of stuff going on outside uh, these walls that uh, you guys call home. So again, the fact that you allow us to invade your homes with about an hour to two hours worth of uh, just great talk about professional wrestling, we again appreciate you guys choosing us. Uh, Again, for listening, you know, again, for subscribing, again, for sharing everything you guys do. We, def- we definitely don't take for granted, man. And, um, you know, on that note, again, feel free to follow us on all social media. That's the Quincy Jones Show on Instagram, Quincy Jones Show on Twitter, and the Quincy Jones Show on Facebook. If they will let me come back, as they have shut us down yet again, I- I'm not going to get into it. I'm, I'm-, I'm over it. I'm over it, Lesnar. I'm just- that's all I got to say. But if you happen to see us pop back up, by, by the love of God, just give us a like support what we do um again if you guys are interested in any merch or uh, any in independent wrestlers out there uh interested in uh, maybe some promotion crossover promotion maybe some uh interviews hit us up the quincy jones show at gmail.com but please do not forget to go to everywhere you get music and look up this man and and, and that lovable face and that awesome voice mr uh doc lesnar here if you want to take him away on a magical journey AKA Silky Smooth.
<laughs> now you guys know what it is, man. It's uh, Dak Lesnar. First of all, I got to tell you, if you don't feel uh, alone, apparently AEW's cracking down hard on a lot of uh, other, uh, you know, media uh, people and, and like uh, review people on YouTube. Just the other day, I was trying to watch a review for do uh, Double or Nothing. They said, hey, sorry, I don't have any footage. My usual plug couldn't get any of the footage that I usually use. So you're not the only one, man. So you should feel, uh, uh, you know, kind of honored. You're on a list. AEW no, doesn't I'm want you to thrive right now. You, you must be eating. You know what I did? <laughs> All I do, I chucked the comment, and then, I was, and then I'm just in jail. I'm just always in Facebook jail. That's all it is. But while I'm in jail, you know what sues me is listening to that new Doc Lesnar. Uh, maybe you can tell the, the listeners where to go and no. get that. I did not definitely disable comments. That's what I would do. But uh, yeah, no, you already <laughs> heard the man. Go ahead and check me out. Hip hop hybrid, the only one in existence. I don't care what this man told you in the beginning of the program. <laughs> the only one in existence, TM, that's not pending, that's for real. Uh, in the world, of course, of pro wrestling, or if you want to break it down to mainstream and underground hip hop, check me out on all facets of music streaming platforms that you guys like to go to to get your musical fix. Go ahead and dip your toe, get that free stream as I like to offer. Go ahead and go to Spotify. It's the easiest way to check it out. See if you, you know, you're going to bump it or dump it. Either way, off of that, you want to put some money in my pocket, help me out. Give the boy a push. Check me out on Pandora, Amazon, anywhere you stream from Tidal to to Google, to, I mean, iTunes and Apple Music, everywhere in between. And of course, follow your boy at Doc Lesnar on Instagram. Follow us at Tower Gang on Instagram. And follow me on Facebook and Twitter at I'm Doc Lesnar. And uh, yeah, man, I hope to pump some uh, new music coming soon. Other than that, I can't wait to uh, get back to this next week, my dude. Uh, definitely, definitely, man. Uh, again, the wars are heating up. Uh, lines being drawn in the sand, and you know we got uh, in your house coming next uh, next Sunday. So I'm sure we're gonna have some uh, some predictions coming soon. Um, but on that note, it never felt so damn good to say this. Top guys out. out. out.